you for joining us on the Real Religion Podcast today, where a rabbi and a reverend walk into a podcast and talk real about religion. So what's for lunch, Rabbi Hanukkah? <laughs> it's embarrassing. We have one piece of bread in the house and rotisserie chicken turkey with some mustard. I didn't even have time to toast it. I felt so bad. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? Why don't we talk about the holidays? December dilemma, what we think about Christmas. And yeah, let's do it. I mean, honestly, I can go deep, man. You just got started. Like this is... Is is this season going to be well? Let's we'll say that for the podcast. By the way, I had an idea for a podcast with my buddy Patrick, the one who got me into bourbon, which I just spent more money than I shouldn't have. Uh huh. And my idea for the podcast with him, the title of the podcast was "Save It for the Podcast." Nice. Yeah, that works. Let's drop some knowledge bombs, dude. Well, it's December, COVID cases are out the roof, the high holy Hanukkah and Christmas season is upon both of us. How are you surviving, my friend? <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing, Hanukkah doesn't start until tonight, so I'm, uh, I'm not quite in, uh, in Hanukkah mode yet, but uh, it's definitely getting there. How about you? It's been all planning, 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 right? And decorating and getting things up and going. For us, the Advent season, the the pre-Christmas season started on the last Sunday of November. And uh, it just accelerates as we get to Christmas Eve. Uh, and, and then, shoo. And forgive my ignorance. I, I've been seeing Advent a lot because, you know, as you know, I've recently uh, gotten into bourbon. And there's a few, there's a few of my uh, YouTube uh, channels that have had kind of bourbon advent events and calendar events where every day of Advent they try another bourbon. So I know that it's something, um, but I don't, I don't know what it is. Uh, it, it's just the four Sundays and weeks included before Christmas, um, and it's a way of a lot like Lent is the season before Easter. For, for Christians around the right. world, Advent is the season uh, that starts our new year before Christmas. And it's a time where we listen to the prophets. Um, we read John the Baptist again, and we imagine what it's like to anticipate God's presence among us. Uh, the one that, that did come in our hearts and the one that is coming someday. Uh, so it's Advent means coming to or coming toward. Um, and it's it's a reminder that it's not as much about us getting to God as it is God invading our world and bringing oh, God's beloved community to us. That's super interesting. And it, it is there liturgy that is different during that time period other than the selected readings of the Bible? Mm -hmm. For, um, say, mainline denominations or traditional liturgical con uh, congregations, they'll typically be something like an Advent wreath uh, with a different candle that's lit each Sunday, one for hope, one for peace, 
one for joy, one for love. And then on Christmas Eve, though, we light the fifth candle, the middle candle, the Christ candle, um, and read John 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was flesh and uh, right. came among us. So that's, you brought that up. You brought that up in our last conversation, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't help it. It's that. Oh no, it's a good one. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no. it's definitely a good one. And and walk uh, me and the other listeners through what your preparation has been like for Hanukkah that starts tonight, sure, and what so, it will look like as you go through it. Yeah, so Hanukkah, you know, it's funny. I I uh, taught seventh graders last night, and I asked them. I was like, "Is Hanukkah the Jewish Christmas?" just to kind of see what they would say. And I was very impressed that they all said no, which I was glad about because, um, you know, I, I think uh, for good or bad, uh, mostly bad, <laughs> um, the commercialization, and I, I think you'd agree with me, of both holidays um, has led to a misunderstanding of the meaning of both of them for each respective, you know, religion. And, um, you know, the, religiously speaking, Hanukkah is not nearly as important to Jews as Christmas, I think, should be, if I could be so bold as to talk about Christian theology. But, you know, it's not as important as Christian it, Christmas is to Christians. Um, you know, Hanukkah is a, a super interesting holiday in that its reason, the reasons for its celebration have changed. And I would say, continue to change, um, which in some ways is, I would say, a feature of Judaism to some extent, but uh, there is some uniqueness with Hanukkah. So in short, um, you know, the book of Maccabees, which is apocrypha uh, for Jews, uh, tells the story of a battle between the, the Greeks and Jews in the first century that, um, you know, the Greeks wouldn't let Jews worship freely, which, you know, unfortunately, that sort of um, thing has, has been a part of our history for thousands of years. And then uh, a family called the Maccabees, which were also known as the Hasmoneans, fought the Greeks, won, I'm condensing all of this, of course. Um, and then uh, they rededicated the temple, which the Greeks had took over. And that's what Hanukkah means, is re to rededicate. And then hundreds of years later in the Talmud, the our sages basically created this story of the, the what many people know as the story of Hanukkah, which is that when uh, we entered the temple, there was enough oil in the lamp to light to last one night, and miraculously it lasted for eight. And that's why we celebrate Hanukkah for eight days. That's why we eat delicious and unhealthy foods that are filled with oil, like latkes and donuts. Um, specifically jelly for some reason. I never understood what, you know, I think that's more of a cultural thing that for some reason everyone eats jelly donuts, which I love, so I'm, I'm fine with that. One of the things that's super um, powerful for me about Hanukkah is that um, in many ways, I think Hanukkah is about the tension of assimilation to a to the greater, larger culture. And what they don't teach us in Hebrew school when we're kids is that the real kind of struggle of Hanukkah wasn't against the Greeks, but it was, it was actually against ourselves, not in a, a civil war kind of way, but just in the manner that there were Jews uh, in that time period who wanted to fit in, who wanted to be Greek. 
And there's even stories, I mean, somewhat cringeworthy, but there's stories of men reversing their own circumcisions so that they could be you know, in the gymnasia with Greeks. And so the, the Jews that were known as the Hasmoneans fought against that. They wanted to proudly be uniquely and distinctly Jewish. And I think that is a tension that any, I, not only minorities, I would say, you know, any, anyone feels that to a degree of how much do we um, put out there, you know, the uh, our nature as Jews versus as Americans, as, you know, Georgians for, you know, those of us living in Athens, Georgia. And, and, and to me, that, that is something that in the 20th century is very relevant or real about Hanukkah. How, how ironic, right, that Hanukkah is getting absorbed by the culture. And part of it is a memory and a, a holiday celebrating the tension of those who were versus those who were trying not to get absorbed by the culture. That's exactly right. And as we link to, to Christmas, I, I, I think this could be a good segue is, you know, as a, as a child, I always, as many do, as a Jewish child, was kind of sad at how, you know, Christmas kind of took over the season. And, you know, Hanukkah, you know, Hanukkah, you know, in band, I played, I, well, I play saxophone, but um, in band growing up, it would be all these beautiful, fun Christmas songs. And then we'd have dreidel, 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 right? It's like the token <laughs> Jewish song. And as an adult now, I actually appreciate that because in some ways it makes Hanukkah that much more relevant. Because if it's all about um, being a minority and staying true to your identity, what better way to show that than in a culture that is predominantly celebrating Christmas? Now, the way I mark, um, if, if the temple is a big centerpiece of the Hanukkah celebration, the way I mark temple dates in my head is somewhere around 586 BCE, the temple was destroyed on the invasion by the Babylonians, and then somewhere around 536, 37, after 50 some odd years in the wilderness, um, Assyria right? Cyrus, Persia, they allowed it to be reassembled and um, invited folks to come back to worship. And then that temple was destroyed again, late first century CE on this it's side. 70. Yeah. As a and, matter of fact, if they, I always tell people, you know, I'm not a huge date guy in terms of, even though I was a history major, but if there's one date that I think every Jew should know, it's that year 70. Yeah, so we, for us, it's 586, 536, and 70, right? So we, we keep all three. And I'm just, which, which dedication or which dedications does this holiday remember? Does it remember more than one? Does it remember only one? Oh, that, that's interesting. I mean, I think from a modern standpoint, I don't, you know, I, I can only speak for myself, but I, I have a guess as to my congregants, right? Like, I don't think that when, so, you know, tonight after the sun goes down, my family and I will light the menorah for the first night of Hanukkah. And so, well, you know, millions of other Jews around the world. And I don't think that many of them are actually thinking of that temple in the first century. I think they're thinking of, you know, expressing their Judaism through this holiday, which um, 
is a it's a it's one of those holidays where we praise God and are thankful. You know, not every holiday, you know, holidays have different moods, just like you know the life cycle does. And Hanukkah is very much one of I wouldn't necessarily necessarily say jubilance, but certainly one of um, really paying attention to the miracles in our lives. And Hanukkah is a holiday where liturgically. Um, during the weekday service, we add various things here and there to remind us of the miracles. Um, and the translation is that happened at this time, at this season in years past. And so one of the things I like to think of, too, is that also reminds us not only of past miracles, but also present and future ones as well. Well, and I imagine that for you sitting in the rabbi chair, you're happy to go along with the Thanksgiving and the lighting of the candles and the jubilation. But you remember that that temple was destroyed, that the the people who worshiped there were chased out of town and cornered and and killed. Um, and oddly enough, that's that's a resonance with the Christmas story. Um, you know, in our Christmas story, as soon as Jesus is born and these Wise ones come and visit from afar, and they go visit with Herod, and and Herod goes, "Ooh, uh, there's a new king in town. L- interesting. Uh, please go find him and tell me where I can find him as well." And the wise ones find Jesus under the star, supposedly, and and then they go home by another way, so they don't go back to Herod and tell him where this new baby king has been born. And Herod goes nuts, and he kills all the infants that are under two years old and Jesus, Mary and Joseph escaped to Egypt, you know, on the, the last minute. So the, just like, even as we're trying to be jubilant and give thanks to God for the amazing miracle of a temple and the dedication of a temple or the birth of what we would say is God's own self in the flesh, right behind that is the violence that the world is going to do to a, a sacred house of worship right behind that is the violence that the political and, authorities are going to do to baby Jesus as they scare him out of town and make him an immigrant refugee on the run into Egypt. And it's super interesting. You say that this is the last thing I'll say about Hanukkah. And then I, if, if, I, I have some, I, I want to learn about Christmas a little bit. One of the mitzvot, one of the commandments of, ha- of Hanukkah is not only lighting the menorah, but then placing the menorah in a window for the reason of what the Talmud says, pirsum, pirsum hanes. Yeah, I had to think of if that's correct, which means the publication of the miracle. This was one of the, you know, the rare times in Jewish history where we won. So I think that, <laughs> you know, that adds to the jubilance to a degree. Not And again, not without sadness. I mean, nothing is 100%, you know, one or the other. And two things can be true at once. How's your Xbox search going? Yeah, no luck. Plus, my shopping for my kids and my wife is terrible. Like, we're out in the middle of nowhere. The only way to shop is by Amazon, and I refuse to shop by Amazon. Of course you do, because you're a better person than I am. Thank you for joining us on the Real Religion Podcast today, where a rabbi and a reverend walk into a podcast and talk real about religion. I'm Reverend Joel Talbert, and on behalf of Rabbi Eric Linder 
and all the religion fans out there. We thank you for being with us today and invite you to send us any feedback or suggestions or topic ideas to religionpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, keep it real. <laughs>